Welcome to the good life. Uh. Welcome to the good life. The wait is over. Welcome to the good life. And after all the talk, all I gotta say is Welcome to the good life. You're welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you are tuning in here for the Point of Difference podcast, home of the different perspective on NRL Supercoach. I'm your host and coach of the Terrace crew, Matt Ricks. What's worse than a hangover? A week-long hangover, and that's what we've had here at Pod Pod HQ over the past fortnight. Between COVID, moving house, scorching London temperatures, we were unable to bring you a podcast last week, and for that, we sincerely apologise if we had done the pod, however, we have no doubt to advise you all to sell or avoid that crooked cheating thud, Nathan Cleary. We are back this week making, looking to make up for lost time and it's still all to play for out there in Supercoach land. Week one of the finals and plenty, plenty to discuss. And all you Supercoaches out there are obviously feverishly planning away with all the trades you've, you've clearly saved up for this point of the season. So let's get stuck right into it. Our first guest tonight... Uh, from over there in old foggy old London Ten, back at the top of the bill, coach of the Casabonitas, Danny Boy Ricks. Danny Boy, how uh, how's the last fortnight been treating you, Super Coach wise? Super Coach wise, pretty uh, pretty irrelevant now. I think I'm I'm ranked about seven thousand, which is potentially my worst rank ever. I think so. <laughs> so much so much this podcast has done for me. Uh, it's good to see some of my some of my late season pods with the with the Raiders boys starting to fire, uh, and hopefully I can pull out a few more uh, extreme pods for people to uh, to get on the run home. Uh, I was pretty happy to see how many trades. We, I was just going to ask you how many how many trades we you you you're coming in with tonight with uh, five rounds to go. Yeah, so I've still got two trades left. Uh, I think I had three three weeks ago. Uh, as I said, I had a pretty set up team, uh, and I nearly, I nearly fired all in last week with a couple of trades, but held off and, and very glad that I did now that, uh, Nathan Cleary has gone down. Yeah. Absolute carnage out there, uh, for most super coaches, including myself, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Our second coach tonight, um, he's in isolation. Not sure if he's got COVID or not. Please excuse the sniffles. Coach of Tubes is pods. Tubes, Tubes. Welcome back to the pod pod. Yeah, g'day, Matt. I'm taking myself off mute so you don't have to hear my spluttering in the background. I think I had – I I feel bad for all the, the Cleary captainers out there, but I think I had just about the worst of it on the weekend. I literally have not owned Nathan Cleary for 20 rounds of the NRL oh, no. this year. I've gone all through <laughs> the ups and downs. I've laid him. I felt great and thought, all right, this is it. Time to get him in. It's time for the run home. Uh, nice, nice week to bring him in. Had the money, had had a trade left, and uh, upgraded my last trade to bring in Nathan Cleary. So I'm now completely out of trades, and I'm stuck with Nathan Cleary sitting on the bench, which is a who's your other halfback? That's Hines. So it's not <laughs> a disaster, but you know, it will be if he goes down. <laughs> it will be if he goes down. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I brought Cleary in last week, uh, the week before, so that was the second week I'd owned him, and I'm so frustrated because I was so close to keeping Ezra Mam, um, and then the plan would have been to bring in Cleary this coming week. So, um, and to compound that, I I had the C on him on on Friday night. So, yeah, really disappointing. I scored an eleven forty one. Um, 
which overall is wasn't too bad, really. Like in the context, um, obviously, if I would have had the C on a, on someone better, I would have would have hit that uh, that twelve hundred mark. And and anyway, that saw my ranking dip um, just on fifty spots down to six hundred and forty one after a pretty poor round nineteen the week before. Um, we may as well start with Cleary, guys. Um, he's obviously going to be the most sold player this week, and, and I thought we could run through some options um, for the super coaches out there. And I've broken it out into premiums, mid ranges, lower mid ranges, and cheapies. Um, so Dan might might start with the premiums in terms of um, who you want to replace with, uh, who you want to trade in for Nathan Cleary. Um, probably just preface it with. You know, super coaches out there are, you know, will have different plans for Cleary. Some will probably hold just, you know, with the lack of trades. Some might need a cheapie to upgrade elsewhere. Um, I want to talk through kind of a range of options there. So if we'll start with premiums, Dan. If if you were going premium, where would you be looking? Yeah, I think I think the premium option for me would be Cherry Evans. I I like him. I think he's pot enough. Uh and uh, and I think Manly still have a little bit to give. It'll be interesting with the with the seven players coming back this week, uh, how they look. But I don't I don't necessarily think it's going to affect them on the field too much. So I'd probably look at Cherry Evans at six forty two k as the premium option. Yeah, I think. I mean, if you if you don't own Nico, then it's probably Nico the way yeah, to go. No, definitely um, with okay. Sharks run for me. But um, yeah, I think. Yeah, the other one there, Sam Walker, who's actually higher owned than Cherry. I did. I was surprised about that. He's obviously had a bit of a tear the last month. Um, all good options. Tubes. What about that? Like rung just lower the mid range, or sort of your five fifty k's and down. Yeah. Look, I'm just putting it out there. Obviously, I don't have a trade, but if if you don't own Hines, you get Hines, and you'd be if you you have him at fullback, you bring him in to halfback to get a fullback rather than these rabbits we're about to talk about. Yeah, um, it's pretty thin, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, we've got some things in the mid-range of like uh, Adam Reynolds. I, I've always uh, – he's had a great year like for him, but I've always just considered him super coach irrelevant and I don't want to cheer the Bronx. Probably the probably the big be, biggest option is going to be Jerome Hughes, but geez, what a what about that Melbourne backline when we get into it? Wishart at fullback and Grant Anderson in the centres, like it's 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 not as well, good I as, think, it's, as it's been. I think Hughes is actually a pretty decent pick um, because with Paps out and now Meany as well, um, I feel like Hughes has taken on a bit more responsibility in attack, and he has looked good and sharp the last couple of weeks. Problem I have with Hughes is I don't think he's got the ceiling um, that you're looking for, but I think he's an okay, okay price if that's the if that's the range you're looking in. I wouldn't really be looking at guys like Fogarty or Ben Hunt. Sean O'Sullivan was a guy, Dan, that you said pre-pod maybe is a bit of a super pod. Yeah, maybe. I was thinking he might get the kicking duties. Uh, I'd be worried that Stephen Crichton is probably going to get the goal kicking. Uh, he looked he looked good and solid when Panthers were on fire for about ten minutes of that Parramatta game. Uh, looked like he was getting some good involvement, linking up with Cleary. And I think, I mean, someone's going to have to be that dominant half. Uh, and um, I think Salmon's been named at 5'8", is that right, this week? So he looked horrible. He looked like he was just taking hit-ups at 5'8". So yeah. I think yeah. I think Shawnee O'Sullivan's going to have to take the reins and he, he might be a good option in a, in a still a very decent side, even, even without Cleary. 
Uh, Tubes, I won't come back to you because I, I could see your frustration there with no, no, not having any trades left and having to talk about clear, clear replacements. I'm not the worst, to be honest. Like I, I don't. I, I think if if I did own Cleary, I think uh, obviously it's and had a trade. Sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it's head to head finals this week. So depending on how head to head, how much what you're focused on. If I was focused on overall purely and I owned Cleary and had trades, then I'd be sitting and thinking about holding for a week and and looking at what the options uh, are sort of coming out over the next couple of weeks. I really don't mind someone like an option like even a Fogarty or some type of pot option, but I think it's worth potentially holding for the week if you if you if you can. Yeah, that's probably a fair shout. Um just a couple on the lower side that I was keen on. Um, I think Tommy did in 424K. We've seen his can go pretty big. Um, I don't think if he's that if he's in that I think he's the best of the four hundred Ks over SJ, Mam, Jake Avrilo. They're kind of I don't think that they've got that much relevancy left. Mam is obviously okay, but he he hasn't he hasn't been quite uh, reaching the peaks of his uh, kind of earlier season form. Um we, we, we don't need to talk about Chad. Um, Dan, uh, you and I were having a quick chat pre-pod about Tanner Boyd. Uh, where do you sit on the on Tanner Boyd? Uh, I I mean, I just remember laughing through that chat. I don't think I was in it. I don't think that was a serious conversation we were having. But obviously, you've got some you've got some thoughts on on Tanner Boyd. Hold on. So so when I put up a pod on the podcast. I have to explain why I'm putting him up as a pod. Now I'm laughing at a pod that you're putting up and I have to explain why I don't like him. Is that how, is that how it works here? All right, well, sh- show me what you got. Well, I was going to counter it. Exactly. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you're pulling Tanner from. You just put up your, you put up your argument for, for Tanner Boyd, Matt. So Tanner Boyd is, uh, let me get this. I think he's 290K. I'll just confirm that, punters. $296,800. Um, he's got a three-round average of fifty. Um, let's have a quick let's have a quick look. He was the high-scoring halfback that played on the weekend with an eighty-eight. Um, that's why he's got the three-round average of fifty. That was only his third eighty-minute game. Now, obviously, his average is only twenty-seven. He's pretty poorly priced. Now, I'm just saying that if you've got low, you've got money where you can get whoever you want with your other trade uh, by downgrading Cleary to Boyd. I think that that's a viable option. It gives you a player potentially for the run home if you run if you run if your other halfback gets injured. But nothing out at halfback is a pretty risky strategy with no trades left, because if Hines goes down, you've got no, no option. You've got to take an AE there every week. Um, I just think that for that extra hundred k, if you can get whoever you want, as long as you're not planning to play him in your seventeen. I think he's a he's the pick of those cheaper options. I'll um I'll I'll do the counter Go argument. Ahead, Go uh, ahead, Matt. Uh, if if it needs to be done. Um, so you mentioned he's played three eighty minute games, and you mentioned his score on the weekend, uh, which was interestingly a seventy five minute game, not an eighty minute game. So I'm not sure if he was hooked or not, but uh, you might want to check the tapes. He wasn't. Um, well, he only played 75 minutes, so I'm not sure. Uh, maybe they were saving him for the storm this week. Exactly. So they're playing they're play the storm. They're playing the storm this week. His prior two games at 80 minutes, he scored 36 and 32. 
he's he's held the spot over Sexton, and so they play the Storm and then Manly, and then they do have a nice run after that. St George, Newcastle, New Zealand, but he's even money to not be in the team or starting halfback by those three games. So I I'm not completely potting him, but you definitely won't be bringing him in in this week if you were holding. Yes. Making your decision for another week, then then it gives you another look at him, and and, and just follow to, your just to really advice, just to really there, drive that home. Like I've set yeah, up my team. So say up. for example, I did have two halfbacks go down, and I needed an auto emergency. I think all my auto emergencies would be Tanner Boyd on a regular basis. So, I mean, like, why do you need an extra <laughs> halfback there if it's going to be Tanner Boyd? No idea. So. Sorry, not, not all me. right, all right, all right. It's all right. It's the 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 super coaches have all the info now. They can make make their own decisions. That's what we're about on this pod. <laughs> we're about putting the putting the cases forward. Um, I just yeah, I think I think it's just a real. It's the first time I think we've heard you a bit deflated about your super coach team now, Maddie. I think would you captain Cleary on the weekend and kind of just 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 throwing it out? Oh no, that's not true. That's not true. I've I've been pretty low on my team for most of the second half of the season in terms of their longer term prospects, but I've kind of hung in there okay. I really just want to get that top one thousand now, so I can get a key ring. I actually want to beat my all time best finish, was which was about six hundred and forty where I am now. So still got a lot to play for there. Let's do a quick Queenstown update, guys. Uh, so the weekend I scored eleven forty, even with my clearancy cleary captaincy debacle, that was still good enough to beat uh, my partner Dan. Um, Tubes, you scored an eleven fifteen, which which uh, outscored the Podfather. The Podfather's had a diabolical couple of weeks. Can we just touch on that for a second? Poor Dad, what happened on the weekend? He 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 bought Manu but didn't play him. Left him. <laughs> oh no! To be fair, he had a good excuse. He was out out on the cans up in Kingscliff or something, wasn't he? It was, <laughs> got a bit sidetracked. Um, and the week before, something happened as well, Tubes, I'm pretty sure. Like just been a rough, rough couple of weeks for Dad. Yeah, he put he, he dropped he dropped he dropped Garrick. He dropped Garrick for oh, he's, um he sold Garrick for, for Fafita. And, um, no, that and, was the week before as well. Uh, like, I don't yeah. know. It's, it's been very rough. Anyway, he had a he had another shocker, scored in the tens. Um so we now lead Dan by 235. So that's not insurmountable for the other the other rabbits mm. over there. Um but yeah, we're in the we're in the driver's seat and uh be looking to ram that home. Uh we're gonna have to actually start thinking about when we might even be able to go to Queenstown. We might even have this might have to be played at Christmas down at the uh down at the peninsula. Have you got have you got any trades left, Matt? That. Um we'll see. Um Okay. I got three trades left. So, yeah, so well, one of them will be Cleary out. I, I just got to decide if it's this week or next. And then um, two big upgrades. I think for Cleary, there's a, there's a bit of wiggle room with um, Jules. So I think a lot of people will have some, some wiggle room with Hines going to halfback or, or Mam going to, to halfback to kind of bring in a 5'8 fullback or that sort of thing. So we'll, we'll talk about a few through team lists now. So they're definitely – have a look at your jewels because you can probably swing it around so you can get clear out for someone else. The Pod Pod overall group, a um, bit late to join now, so we won't put out the group code. But uh, we've got a new leader there, and it is uh, Coach of Eagle Fang, Nick. 
What's his Where's name? Where's he come from? Is this, this is a brand new leaderboard? Come on, Eagle Nick. Fang. So well done, Nick. You're in the uh, you're in the driver's seat now to uh, to take out uh, the Pod Pod major prize of uh, that mm. playing golf at the lakes and a and a Chairman's Lands at Randwick Racecourse. So uh, give us a hit up on socials, Nick, if you're out there. Um, it's very very tight at the top though. Um, there's four t- three teams within 40, 45 points. Um, so still four teams right in there um, looking for that major prize um, and probably even back to Dom's Derricks in fifth. He's still only 120-odd off the lead. So real hot go in the uh, pod pod group, uh, open group for the major prize. Uh, what else? Any more admin to clear up? Oh, yeah, the 10-team league. So bit of a struggle for the old 10-team league. We've dropped a fifth of 5K teams. So we, we wanted to maintain the podium, but I still very respectable fifth overall out of 5K teams um, after a tough couple of weeks. What about Andrew King? Put him in the circuit. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, let's get into the team lists and team news for the week. So first up, we got Roosters Broncos Friday night out at the SCG. Very good game. Looking forward to this. Uh, for the Roosters, Collins is out. Lodge will step into the front row. Cobo is back for the Broncos. Uh, Deloise Hoiter out of the team. Patrick Carrigan is suspended for a shocking hip drop tackle. Um, Hetherington will start in his place. A um, couple of nice pods here. Um Dan, we'll start with you. Uh, Cobo, um, he's uh, he's back. Could you uh, could you entertain bringing him straight in? Yeah, yeah, I like I like the cut of his jib, Cobo. I think he's got he's got that X factor. Uh, I think um, yeah, he can definitely go on a run. He can definitely ton up and get those high tons if he's getting getting doubles and and triples. You know, if I just I just haven't looked closely enough at, at Broncos draw, uh, but. I, I can definitely see him as a, as a pod option. I think probably most people dropped him over that origin period and, and with a few injuries. Week one of the finals tubes, I saw a couple of the boys in the group chat today saying they're going to bring in finally bring in Manu at 880K. Um, would you advise of that in a, in a head-to-head context? I, I mean, it's hard in head-to-head. It all depends on who your um, opponent has. Um, I guess because they play the first game of the round. If if your opponent does have Manu, you you could be you could be on a, a huge backward step to start off the to start off the week. It, uh, he's he's clearly shown that he he's a top seventeen player that you want for the run home. At this point, it just comes down to can you afford him with the trades that you've got. So yeah. I'd love to be bring having the option to bring him in. Um, he'd he'd uh but uh i i think if you i think if you're looking at moving cleary and and other options then then 880 is quite a hefty price to be paying for him at this time of the year there might be better options dan that like for premium like for manu at center wing like he turned up on the weekend i'm not saying he's going to turn up again i feel bad because i i talked him down a few weeks ago before he got his 191 um no, I don't think so. I've just I've watched him. I, I'm not an owner. Uh, I've watched him the last few weeks. I I feel his stats get massively padded too. 
um, those little palm offs he does, like that's just auto tackle breaks. And he does some that, you know, for one little play, he'll get 14 and he hasn't made any ground. He's just palmed off about five people. So his stats get massively padded. When he scored that, you know, that walkover try on the weekend, he en- ended up going up to, you know, 40 points in that one play. So I, I it's really hard to watch him if you don't own him. If you're up the top and you don't yeah. have him, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to because everyone should have him. Uh, I'm. I may get him because I've got. A, I've got the amount of cash. But uh, yeah, I think he's definitely worth. No, so he's definite premium. He's definite the best premium option uh, if you're fully loaded with cash. Like just bring him in. Pretty simple. He's got so much swagger about him these last like month, like or maybe longer. Mm. But he just wants to be involved in every single play. And he just and and he looks good doing it. It'll be interesting next year um, to see what happens. Like I can't imagine he's going to be happy starting the year at centre. You'd have to think he's either going to want to play five eight or fullback. So it'll be interesting to see how the rate Roosters accommodate that. Um, maybe Luke Cleary will be getting yep, uh, Luke, Ke- Luke Keary will be getting the tap on the shoulder. Um. Uh, Dan. Uh, finally, just in this game, just to round out, um, if you're an Ezra Mam, you're probably a holder. Now, yeah, I think with Cleary going down, he's he's a definite hold. Uh, you might not play him in in a huge amount of games, but he'll he might be able to get you. I don't think he's going to be too much for an auto emergency. He didn't do that well on the weekend, but uh, I'd I'd just be holding him and play him on playing on matchups. Yep. Yep. Second game of the round is Storm versus Titans down here in Melbourne. Um, Storm have got a, a, ray, a raft of changes. This side looks unrecognisable from what you would have expected at the start of the year. So Nick Meaney is out. Uh, Wishart will start at fullback. Uh, new signing David Nofaluma will start on the wing. Grant Anderson moves to centre in place of Justin Ollum, who's out with COVID. Shout out to Justin. I bought him a few weeks ago as a pod and he has been awful. Um, Xavier Coates is lurking in the reserves. Uh, Cheese is back on the bench after his suspension. Um, for the Titans, Toby Sexton dropped, as mentioned. Tanner Boyd will play halfback. Brimson's moves to 5'8", and Jaden Campbell will start at fullback. Uh, I think this is probably their best spine um, now, the Titans, even though probably taking them 20 weeks to get here. And Tanner Boyd, as mentioned, not <laughs> the most exciting player. But he's got big calves, very big calves. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Dan, Nofaluma. Uh, actually, I'll go with you, Dom. Nofaluma, um, he's obviously been incredibly relevant previously. He's 489,000. He could be a sneaky center wing option for the run home. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously the storm in general – Typically, you're expecting to score a few more tries, and they played the Titans this week. And as you said, his base is typically pretty good. I don't know. Like I, the Storm have just still been just so terrible, and this Wishart at fullback is just throwing me. I know Meany's back, but they're they're out the back looping plays and cutout balls to the wingers. Just mm. it, it it doesn't look like he'd has the upside of two two or three tries in a game like you might normally get from a storm winger. I mean, if if you put him in there three months ago, he's a must have. Um, just a little bit reserved. Again, it comes down to how many trades. He's a definite target, but I I think he's 
I wouldn't put him in the top, I don't know, seven center wings that I want to have in my team. Could we see something funky like um, Harry Grant to the halves and Munster to fullback? Nah. Cheese to hooker? Dan, do you reckon? I think it didn't work out. I think Munster's pretty set at that 5'8", even though he's a premium fullback option. I think think he needs to be in that 5'8 role. Uh, I mean, I'm floating maybe get – I can't get Munster in because I've got two just standalone 5.8s now, but I'd love to probably have Munster for the run home. I think even with a bat, an average Melbourne side, he's going to just take take the reins a bit more and still still go for it. So uh, not for Luma, not for me really. It just doesn't interest me enough. Huge uh, captaincy option this week, Munster, you'd have to say. Yeah, he's good to watch too. He, he tries hard. He gets involved. Um, very rarely does he does he have a bad game, so... Uh, yeah, definitely an option to buy if you don't have him. Uh, Jojo Fafita, Dan, just we'll, we won't spend too much time on the Titans, but um, he's he's uh, he hasn't done too well, so I think you'd avoid him now. David Fafita, however, um, hasn't really hit his straps too much, but I think you've still got to respect him as an option for the run home. Yeah, it's it's really disappointing. I captained him on the weekend hoping he'd do something against the Raiders who looked terrible the week before. So uh, I um, I was disappointed in that. I, I haven't watched the games, to be honest, but um, it's not looking great. Um, and I would be a bit wary buying him if they've kind of just, they've just pulled the plug for the year as well. So maybe they, they don't want him to do as much and get him fresh for next year. Potentially. He still looks to be carrying that knee a bit as well. And uh, and just uh, if you haven't watched the games, Dan, the, the audience doesn't know that. So just <laughs> I didn't watch the Titans. The Titans, <laughs> ga- Titans, Titans Canberra game was on at uh, 5 a.m. for me. Or not get, not getting up for, not getting up for that one. Rank 7,000. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Honestly, the Titans are the worst team to watch in the comp. It's just Dan called it early in the year. Dan called they were terrible when everyone was still saying they were all right. And they oh, have been so just, bad. They're so bad to watch. It's just such a – it's excruciating. Like I wish I didn't bring Dave Fafita in, not because he hasn't gone bad, just because I feel like I'm watching this horrible game of football. Yeah. Dan, you'd be pleased when, to hear uh, they've moved Aaron Clark to lock and uh, yeah. he's been getting huge raps there. Everyone's like, oh, he's been the Titans' best player. <laughs> yeah. I know. We said it. We said it after two or three games. Aaron Clark cannot play. Cannot play hooker. He can't pass the ball. Uh, I did. Your man Tanner Boyd. I saw him bossing around David Fifita the week before. So that's well, apparently their best. I think they're. I think they're very good mates. They went to school together. Right. Right. So same. Same sort of calves. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Merely versus Parramatta. Um, is the next game. What an interesting, interesting game. So the Manly 7, um, we missed the podcast, so we missed that discussion last week, but disgraceful bunch, that lot. Uh, they're all back in except for Josh Alloye. Uh, Mitch Moses is out for the Eels and Jake Arthur, young Jake Arthur, will start at halfback. Um, we didn't actually mention him, but he's a little cheap option at halfback as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 200k anyone um no you, you're look. thinking it's round four or something Matt, not <laughs> round 21 like i'm not, I'm not i was only joking is, i was only joking <laughs> i'm not putting jake arthur up um manly this game like the, the options this game is just all about these premiums and god 
tubes. I want Ruben Garrick. Yeah, he's tough to um tough to watch as a non-owner. He just he just like I think I said it earlier in the year, maybe four or five weeks ago. He's just a better version of Gutho. Like he's just always there. He's Mister on the spot, and he just he and he's a better version in terms of he actually then makes things happen. So if ever Manly make a break or they do something, he's he's certainly in and around the ball. Yeah, um, that's his. That's what he brings to the table as a fullback. I think um, owners have actually been a bit unlucky, like with the circumstances of the last couple of weeks. Obviously, the Dragons beat them when they had a couple of players out. Um, and they were a bit on the back foot, and he still got a 45 or something that game, doing nothing. And then on the weekend, like obviously they were outclassed by the Roosters, and he, you know, he still scored pretty well. Actually, what did he get? Just look that up while we're while we're talking. But I 40, think that he's around 47, around 50. But yeah, I, I think he's still like the premium option after Joey Manu at centre wing. Dan, is that fair? Yeah, I think you know if you've if you've got the sort of switcheroos to get him for for Cleary, I don't see that as a as a bad option for sure. I think him and Joey Manu are, are two of the top four centre wings for the run home for sure. I I own Garrick myself, uh, and I really I think you know after watching him this year, he's definitely improved dramatically, particularly in that fullback role as well. Obviously, he was yep. known for being the the, the try finisher. He does a lot of work. He looks to get involved. He's he's hungry. And, yeah, I think he's much stronger than Gutho. You know, one-on-one can tackle bus better than Gutho. You know, ball playing maybe is not quite there at the level just yet, but I think it's improved drastically and I can't see why he'll be a be not be a gun going forward. Yeah, he's, he's dropping in price too. So he's 689K with a break-even of 146. So... Yeah, I mean, if you can wait one week, they've got the Titans the week after. Um, he'll be nice and ripe next week for purchase. I I might even do that. Um, I think he's one of the best options for the run home. Tubes, the other guys there, we, we won't touch on Cleary. We spoke about him earlier. Good, good, solid option um, to replace uh, Nathan Cleary. But um, how do you feel about Ola Kawatu coming off that week off, still still in that premium category for you? Yeah, I think so. He's... um. Yeah, who knows? I mean, what's how Manly's if whether this is going to be disruptive for Manly, but he's such a gun, so it, I'm sure he'll come back big and strong and fired up. Probably having a week off is probably going to be even better. He had a little niggle against the Dragons too, so I don't think that week off would have hurt him. He had a 29, which was obviously pretty flattening for his owners. Um, given all Manly's troubles, I think he's probably in a void for me. Just I think there's better options at in his price range, um, but yeah, I I I hate watching him and not owning him. He always looks incredibly big and incredibly strong. Uh, on the eel side, Dan um, Moses out as well. So if you own him, you got to get rid of him. Or you know, same problem as Cleary. Um, Ryan Madison, he's kind of looking a bit back to some form with a, with some decentish minutes. Is he like similar price to Olakwadu? Is he someone you could entertain? Uh, definitely an option at around 600K. I think he's kind of like the um, uh, in the in the realms of your uh, Cameron Murray uh, as, a, as a premium option in the second row forward. He, he doesn't quite have the excitement factor of an Olakwadu, but, uh, you know, at 600K, I think that's pretty good value at this time of the year just to, just to lock him up and, and shore up your second row forwards. 
All right, let's move on uh, now to the next game, which is Souths and Warriors. Uh, so for the Bunnies, Tane Milne returns at centre. Jed Cartwright drops out. Uh, and then for the Warriors, UNA Kennel moves to centres. A uh, bit of a shuffle going on there. Wade Egan will play 5-8 after having his face rearranged by Nelson, who incidentally will play for the, for the Storm this week. Uh, and Frankie Lussick starts at hooker. Um, Tubes. South's obviously extremely relevant. Uh, Latrell's still looking good. AJ's there. Um, but Cam Murray's probably the guy um, who's most on the radar for the Bunnies, 585K in the second row. Yeah, and he's still pretty affordable and he's a definite keeper. Oh, We've got plenty he, of options though, South. My man, Colin Matungi's come good the last few weeks. Um and geez, he's he's looking strong. The Audi Yola Kawatu's uh, chats really fired him up, and he's um, he's um, he's been killing it the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, I think um, I think both of them, to be honest, could be options. Koala a bit more of the pod play, um, but yeah, I I think. Um, Plenty of people own Mitchell by now, but I'm I'm certainly very happy yeah, to be one still, of them. He's still fine to buy. I think he's a he's going to be a good hold for the run home and a captain option for this weekend. Yeah, if if you're like me and just have an abundance of cash, uh, 700k, not not bad for a guy who's probably in for another five or six tries for the year at least. Uh, but you know, South don't have the the greatest draw. So I'll probably be sticking clear. I, he does need definite tries to get there, and he can go flat as we've seen in recent in other years as well. I I think Murray. The the good thing for buying Murray this week, uh, they've got a tough run home. I think that's all more important for him. I think they need they need him to be playing big minutes to be in the games. So I think I could see him averaging eighty quite easily for the yep. run home from here without doing without even scoring a try. So I think he'll play big minutes. Yeah, I, I've I've got Murray firmly on my radar as one of my last three trades. The only thing that puts me off him a little bit is that head knock risk. Um, he, I think they will be very careful because he had that really bad head knock in the first minute of origin and then he had one, mm. who did they play a couple of weeks ago, like his first game back from origin. And he got a concussion. He got like a really it got quite it looked like quite a bad head knock in like the first five minutes, but they kept him on. He played through it. Uh it was a storm. And um oh, maybe it was a dog's game. Anyway, he played through it and played 80 and scored really well. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's just a little concern for me. For- yeah, the the tough ones concussions, because they can go either way. They could they could be absolutely fine or they could be completely gone. So um, at 580k, he's he's well worth the price and pretty easy to bring in bring into your side for me. Send him off! Send the drifting edge off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical. Um, Raiders Panthers out there in uh, GIO Stadium on the weekend. Uh, Panthers obviously lose Cleary. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan starts at halfback. Jamin Salmon at 58. Uh, Stephen Crichton is back um, with his ear sewed back on um, at centre. And for the Raiders, Jay, uh, Jordan Rapana is back on the wing, which means Albert Hopper-Wadi drops out. 
Tubes, uh, Joey Tarpany, your research man from the start of the year. You're a, you're an early owner. Um, what a what a player, what a player. Early adopter, early seller. No, no. Yeah, I know. Unbelievable. Surely that's the first ever ton with a sin bin or, or just about. <laughs> I was, yeah. No, he's just, he just looks unbelievable. Is he, is he playing for a contract? I don't understand how, like, I know he's, he's always sort of shown this, but he's in freakish form. Um, he's, he's also just taken on the role of, like he's their he's their leader of their pack now. Like he just he just t- put them on his shoulders and gets their go forward going, and and then has his awesome offload and sometimes cutout balls and everything. Like it's unbelievable. Everything he's 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 running the show yeah. in the twenty. <laughs> he's like taking the line on, throwing cutouts, playing first receiver. Just sense absolutely sensational. I think he's still excellent value at seven hundred k. What has he been thinking playing him only 40 minutes a game? Like I just – you've always seen he's got so much potential to tap in there and he just 40 minutes, no, nah, you, you have a break. Even on the weekend, the Sinbin didn't harm him because he just played the exact amount of minutes because he always gets that bigger break. So, I mean, obviously he gets a minus eight or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he's just unbelievable. And every – I mean, I've seen him be that like link player at 5'8", and then he bang, bang – Few tackle breaks, offload. Like it's just he's he's great to watch in terms of super coach. I I reckon Ricky mm. likes to reward people that he likes, and I reckon Tarpany's probably he's like amazing footballer, but he's probably just a rabbit. Like, yep. and so he just Ricky just doesn't hasn't been rewarding him, assuming, <laughs> but like he's just been so good. I just <laughs> yeah, he'll be leaving. He'll be. I think he'll be in a Roosters jersey sooner rather than really? later. Uh, that's a that's an exclusive tube scoop. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah wow. Oh, Wouldn't mind him uh, in a Sharks jersey. Your man yeah. Fogarty, Jamal Fogarty looks looks Just, to be going uh, out. Choose yeah. backhand. Oh, I mean the Raiders run. That's what I was saying. I still wouldn't be completely against it. They play the Panthers this week. Obviously, they get the easiest Panthers game that you can that you can get. Um, and then after that, they have Dragons, Knights, Manly, Tigers to finish off the year. So um, definitely some high scoring games there. And Foggy kicks goals uh, for the Raiders. Mm. And you've got to think he's in for at least one try assist a game if they can score I, a mm. few tries. So yeah, I, I still think he's 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 not a bad second option at halfback. I think just just really thinking about it now, actually, there's obviously there'll be a few people with Hines as their second fullback, and if they're if they're popping him up to halfback, then you've got a you've got a vacant fullback spot. Do you think uh, Savage might be any? Not value? for me. There's too many better options. Nah, there's too many. Uh, there's too many other good. Yeah, right. like if if you're moving Hines up, Teddy and Latrell. Manu, if you don't, I mean, I know you can get him at centre wing. Mm. There's too many other good centre. Yeah, I think I think maybe if you need the cash to say you get a Joey Manu and someone else at a at a mid price uh, for your two trades, I think that might be a might be a little sneaky one there. Um, no one else really. Did, I've, did you go- I ended up getting Jackie Boy White in a couple of weeks ago, and he he scored all right on the weekend. He got a ninety, uh, so he'll be my one Canberra Raider to to ride home for the year. 
Oh, we do need to. I'll need. We'll need a check in next week, Dan, on uh, Matt Moylan versus Jack White, and since you put that call up, because oh. I think I had a head-to-head. Bet Raiders have got a very yeah. nice run home. So yeah, we'll does that work? I think. I think Moylan's that's why I behind. want Tarpany so bad. Like I feel like in these easy games, he's gonna. He's yeah. just gonna keep getting attacking stats. Yeah, you I, might want him, me. You might I want him. Anyway, I want him. I want him and Garrick and Dewey. <laughs> we haven't even got to Dewey. I want him and Garrick and Dewey and Murray with my three with my three trades. I want four of them. <laughs> and Murray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Panthers. Panthers. Um, do they become a bit more irrelevant now? I mean, I actually sold yep. Targo um, last week or the week before. And and he ended up scoring. So, but I actually haven't played Taylor May for three weeks in a row now, which is which was a big risk, but it's sort of paid off. Um, not that any other my center wings have killed it for me. Well, Sevo's gone, all right. But that, that I mean, they're legitimate sell options. I think now, um, if if you're looking at bringing someone in, given like no Luai or Cleary, I think his relevance yep. diminishes um, substantially. I really love Tago's floor. Like Tago's got one score under, so he's got a thirty. He had a thirty-eight against the Warriors in round fifteen, but back to round ten, he hasn't scored under fifty-eight otherwise. So he's just so consistent. I really, I think he's just that sort of stable man you need. Um, Fifty-five. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what his base was <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like good guess. Exactly fifty-five. Uh, I mean, he just he just did so much work. He went to the right right side as well, so right center. But he's just absolutely involved in everything. So yeah, definitely. Like if you're going to choose out of him or May to play, I'd probably be leaning towards Targo at the moment. I think Panthers will still be good enough that they're going to get le- the tries to the left wing. So and May's floor is decent enough for a winger at this stage of the year. I definitely wouldn't be dropping him. Uh, it's just you probably don't play him on every. Every, yeah. every weekend. I think that's out. fair. I just think that you that if you want to upgrade, that he's a good option at an okay price to sell. What about I was just about to throw up Abby Corusau as a not a bad pot option. Yeah. Um and then not a, not I went pod. and looked at his ownership. People did well on him through that middle period. Teams. Um I think for Definitely. round thirteen, yeah. Mm. Buying him for that round thirteen, buy. Yeah. But I just think I mean there's p- possibilities that he he does. He, yeah, that's a good. They good still shout. have a great forward pack. Get a roll for. What about Kickout? I'm a, a Kickout owner. Can I have some advice on them? Him, please. He's 600k now. Um, he's one of my sell options. What What would you guys do? I think I'd sell. Yeah. If If he's one of your sell options to to bring in someone else. I think he's. I just think. I mean, the fact, like, if it was just Luai or just Cleary, but the fact that they're both gone, I mean, I just can't see that it's that that he's going to be anywhere near his his best. And yep. he just he's he's so reliant on attacking stats, um, and I don't think he can do it himself. He he needs to be running off some of those slick plays. Like he's a garden. I just more mean. Right, the next game is Sharks versus Dragons uh, down there at Points Bet Stadium. Sold out, old boys day. Um, and the Sharkies have got a debutant, third-generation debutant. Kay Dykes will play fullback for the Sharks with Will Kennedy out. 
Uh, he's the son of Adam Dykes, grandson of John Dykes, both club legends. Um, so hoping he goes well. But from a super coach perspective, it keeps out possible sneaky, cheapy pod, uh, Lockie Miller. So that's a bit of a shame. Um, McInnes is starting at lock again, which is great for his owners. He looked good on the weekend. And Dragons, who cares? Um, all right, let's just chat about the Sharks here. Uh, Dan, you were saying pre-pod that you would be potentially just looking to get the whole Sharks backline in. Yeah, I mean, for a for now, I'm out of the out of the game at seven thousand k. I think just going all in Sharks and enjoying enjoying the ride. Hopefully, they kill a few teams. I've currently got Talakai, Ronaldo, and Hines. Picking up someone like a, a Ramian. Uh, Connor Tracy, something like that, just to just to go all in. Uh, definitely thinking about it for sure. Yeah, I um, I pretty much own the <laughs> Sharks backline already. Nico, Moylan, Ronaldo, Sifa, uh, and certainly I'd be I'd be would have been very happy to own Ramian and 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 Connor Tracy moving forward as well. But um, uh, I think the Sharks are very relevant for the run home. I agree, Dan. Um, I wouldn't couldn't talk anyone Very out of buying any of them. Ronaldo's probably been a bit disappointing, really, the last few weeks. Yeah, um, but they just seem to keep getting it done. Although, uh, so and hopefully this weekend home. they can just you know yeah. smash the the dragons who mm. were just you know from from an NRL yeah, perspective. I think home. the left side has been really stagnant due to uh, due to. Captain, my captain, Wade Graham, coming back on that left edge. I think he's his timing's just completely gone at the moment, um, and it just you just don't get that free flowing ball to give Cifa space in attacking areas. and And I'd I'd love to see the line breaks first ten rounds compared to the second ten rounds of the of the season because it's just not it's just no simple tries coming it's down. It's frustrating that because anymore. Teague Wilton was doing such a good job there, um, running lines whether he was getting the ball or he wasn't. It was really freeing up those outside backs to be um, scoring points, basically. He did. He he, he did. I, I feel like on the weekend Wade played a bit in the middle, um, and Teague was on the left. Could be. I, I, could be potentially Matty Moylan getting a bit but, more um, confidence, and he's just he's just throwing the dummy a he's bit. Definitely more, more confident. Um, like that try, that try he scored against the yeah, Panthers, maybe. where they had about four people. He had about four or five sharks on his outside, compared to one defender, Panthers, and he just threw the dummy one himself. If only Moylan Very was available at half try. Very lucky. And scored too good. The um, I was trying to look at uh, son of Adam, um, Kay Dykes. Uh, if he was available at halfback, if he met your cheapy theory, Matt, but he's fullback only. So he'd be a real pot option <laughs> to look yeah. at bringing in. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm a bit gutted. I know they've liked this Dykes kid, but I'm a bit gutted that Lockie Miller wasn't there because he would have been perfect. You get Miller in for Cleary and then I could have made two big upgrades. Not to be. But not to be, not to be. Uh, Dragons, nothing, nothing doing there. Just steer clear. Um, Bulldogs versus Cowboys up there at Bundaberg. Uh, for some reason, the Bulldogs have taken that game up there. <laughs> Obviously, they didn't think they were going to be within much of a shout this time of year, or they thought they might be easy beats, the Cowboys. Regardless, the Bulldogs are flying. They're scoring 30 points a game. Burton on fire. Wow. Adokar on fire. Jacob Carraz 
on Extra Fire, 144 on the weekend. Thank you very much. Streamo for Kante. Well done to those who held. And bigger, even bigger well done to those who held and played. Congratulations. Um, I think Burton still an option. Like I, I don't know what to say about the dogs. I think he's probably the only one tubes that you'd be going near still. Yeah, and and even I mean I wish it, it'd be good if you if you had owned him already it'd be good. Um, I think with Cleary going down, do people have yeah. the trades now? I imagine most people either have Munster, Dylan Brown, Drinky, Walker, etc. Um, but yeah, he's Drinky. Yeah, obviously Drinky. Um, I don't think he's one that you're necessarily targeting, but I do think you're right. He's the only relevant one if you haven't held on to Karaz um, for the run home. That's actually – there's an option there um, for Burton. Just It's probably a pretty rare one, but we'll see it out there. If you've got Cleary at halfback and Hines at fullback and Drinkwater at 5'8", Hines to halfback, Drinky up to fullback and Burton to five eight. I think that's a that's a possible option for the one percent of teams that have that. Um, uh, Cowboys Dan um, Jeremiah Nanai, fifteen tries in fifteen games, seven hundred over seven hundred k. What a man! Who saw this coming? Not me. No, not me either. I think star of the season. We were talking about Lukey as an option at that second row forward position and. I, I didn't really know much about Nanai. There were a few raps on him, uh, and he's just absolutely exploded. He cannot stop scoring tries. He uh, just massive, massive evade stats on the weekend, 60 points in evade stats or something ridiculous to go with a couple of tries. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he'd be – I said it on the weekend, like how good would it be to own him in Supercoach and mm. watch him play that game. But uh, not to be premium price now at 700K – I can see people wanting to bring him in. I think it's fine. I don't think he can keep up that try scoring record. I don't think he's going to go a try a game for the rest of the season. But uh, yeah, I think uh, he's he's an exciting one to watch, and I, I wouldn't mind bringing him in, but probably not for me. Same boat, tubes. Val home seven hundred nine thousand. Uh, well done to those who got on. Um, I was keen a couple of weeks ago, but didn't. Um, <laughs> but yeah. He's uh yeah. I I I I was also keen and did so. I was pretty happy. Pretty happy. With he that. said drinkies. Try- he, he, he was said only on thirty odd with like fifteen to go on the weekend and just exploded. He 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 set drinkies try up and he did the the old. It was the old Cronulla best of Val where he's he looks like he's running in a straight line and like pivots left but doesn't actually move any lose any momentum at all. He just keeps his, yeah. his exact same speed, even though he's like stepped and moved. He looked awesome and the Cowboys are just going so well and he obviously kicks yeah. goals for him. So he's, you know, it's, he's a, it, he's, he's a must, not a must, but he's a premium center wing for the run home if you can get him in as well. Yeah. Um, he's, his base and evade stats are just, Still yeah. sensational. Like he's getting thirty, he's getting sixty in base plus power. Like that's just incredible. Then he did, did you watch the game on the weekend? Did you see Drinkwater made a break and just had to run forward and score, but he tried to throw it over a winger to to like his outside man. Like he he just bombed a complete just completely bombed a try and he still scored what, hundred and twenty odd on the weekend? He's his attack is unbelievable. 
good to see Hammer on the wing. So Drinkwater's not getting benched yep. this weekend as well. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta you just you just gotta keep all your cowboys if you've got them. Um we spoke a bit about him. I think Tom Dearden is a sneaky little option at halfback. Um, he's shown that he can go on these big runs. He's running the ball a lot. Um, I don't mind that. I'm actually going to have a very good hard look at Tom Dearden this week. Uh, anyone else from the Cowboys we got here? Ah, oh, yep, Cotter. He didn't score that well, um, but I think I think if you're in, I think I don't think he's a buy option from now. But if you own, I think you can probably hold and just play when he's back in the starting lineup. That'd be fair. Yeah, 34 on the weekend. I suppose until he gets back into starting front roller, if he does. They're going so well that how could they change potentially the rotation that they that they haven't? I think they're just giving him – that was that was the first week back from Hammy. Yeah. So, like, they're going to take that very slowly. So I think you just sit him again this week if you own and then if he's back starting the week after, you can plug him in. Um, good, good, strong option. Uh, all right, final game of the round: Tigers Knights. Uh, so Tigers, few little changes. Pole, icy Pollock starts at lock. Knights Clemmer out. Not sure why something's happened there. He was off to the he was off to the Eels halfway through yesterday. Um, and Bradman Best is back at centre wing. Um, only one place to start here, Dan, and that's our man Dewey. Uh, sensational on the weekend. I had it penned in to get him this week. I'm filthy, absolutely filthy, because now I can't afford him with the trades I wanted to make, and mm. every man and his dog is going to jump on him. Um, is he is he on your radar for one of your two remaining trades? Well, he definitely is, seeing as though I spooked him about three weeks ago as the ultimate pod. Uh, but now he's, 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 again, he's our man, so that's all right. <laughs> he's uh, our man. But, you know, he's our he's our man. You're bringing him he's in. He's been yeah, on my yeah. he's been on my list well for a long time. Uh, no. I can see Since that I you put you him up him, yes. on on air. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Adam Dewey. He's my first pick this week. Love him straight in. Uh, I think he's going to dominate in the halves. He's goal kicking. He's got that super coach flair where he can just make those big plays, and obviously he can he can turn up quite easily. So get him in your sides if you can. Uh, I, I'm, I'm happy we, we talked about him thoroughly a couple of weeks back and we were hoping that he had a couple of tough games and, uh, I think he's, he didn't go up too much, uh, but he's obviously gone up enough to, to get you out of play. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to bring him in this week. I think if, if you're going for top four center wings for the run home, I would go Garrick, Manu, Val Holmes, Adam Dewey. What about Ronaldo? Well, he's there. He's there, but he's not in my top four. I, 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 yeah. He's on the bench. Speaking of speaking of Dewey, it's, this uh, Dewey just reminds me of you know that song <laughs> Dewey Lipa. I'm gonna do more with her than do a feature. Do you see uh, Jack Harlow side with the NRL? We haven't had a rap. We haven't had a, we haven't had a rap since um since preseason to rap back pre-production. To <laughs> yeah. I'm just wondering if Jack Harlow is going to bring in an Adam Dewey <laughs> yeah, rap. Yeah. <laughs> Dewey, I don't know. Oh, see how God. it goes. I'll leave it yeah. to him. Uh, that's it. That's about as much as we got to talk about the Tigers, though. Quick game at 
let's uh, let's finish with a quick game of who would you rather. So, um, uh, Tubes, you can be who would you rather be, um, and Dan, you can be who would you rather uh, as the super coach option. So we'll start with Cam Murray versus David Fafita. Tubes, who would you rather be in that one? Uh, I think Cam Murray is uh, he's just he's he's just got such the clean clean cut good boy good private school Newington boy image and Fafita just gets blasted for getting paid probably only a couple hundred yeah. thousand more than Murray that's does. That's an easy. That's that's an easy. That's a, so I think I'll take that's a tap in Cam yeah. Murray. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Murray Cam Murray's already lined up his. He's uh, yeah, exactly. he's after NRL. He's he's going to be on more than that. Dan, who would you rather uh, for the run home here? What? Uh, definitely Murray. Definitely Murray. Just from what from being a Fafita owner, um, it's just just not there this year, unfortunately. So much promise, and with Tanner Boyd on his inside, ongoing. I don't think uh, I don't think he's for. I think Murray's got Nathan him. Cleary replacements at around five hundred fifty k tubes. Who would you rather be, Jerome Hughes or Adam Reynolds? Adam Reynolds has about eighty kids. I don't know. It's that's a tough one. Um, yeah, I probably don't know enough about him. So if I put it to their football records, I I, I know that Hughes has probably won a, another grand final than Reynolds. But I'm going to attack it like this and say. I'd rather be Adam Reynolds because, geez, wouldn't it have been good to be part of that South 2014 Grand Final victory when they when they brought the when they brought it back and, yeah. and won that premiership? Um, Reynolds so is I'd, also I'd much like rather a be Adam Reynolds just to have that. Like they love him, and, he's, and now he's turned into one of Brisbane me. as well. Yeah, even though he's left. Well, yeah. the, that was the club forced him out. God, that God. wasn't his decision. So he's got got rusty on yeah, speed dial as well. Yeah, I love Reynolds. I'll go. I'll go Reynolds there too. Dan, who would you rather for the run home out of those two? Ooh, it's a really tough one. Probably Reynolds, I'd say. Just he's he's really dominating the halves combination there. Obviously, Mam skill getting a few tries, but just watching a bit of Broncos play, he seems to be just just dominating the attack. Obviously, got the goal yep. kick in, and you know if he if he keeps up his form, I think he's going to score consistently. So Dan's just dropped out there, tube. So we're just going to have to finish this one ourselves. Uh, he said, if we didn't catch it there at the end, he said Adam or he'd prefer Adam Reynolds as a run home option. The next one we've got is Adam Dewey versus Scott Drickwater. Um, who would you rather be out of those two? It's a tricky one. Yeah. I think I'll go Adam Dewey just because he's got the Jack Harlow song named after him. <laughs> Dewey Lipa. Fair enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, not much between them. Option run home. Gee, that's tough between them. I don't think there's anything yeah. between them for the run home either. I'm going to have to stick with my boy Drinky there. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, final one, Tubes. 700K second row forwards, Joseph Tarpany versus Jeremiah Nanai. Who would you rather be? I think I'd rather be Nanai yeah. at this stage of his career. 19, up at the Cowboys. Just played Origin. He's, yeah, look, unbelievable. All ahead of him. Um. Yeah, I'm going to go definitely Tarpany as the, the better yeah. supercoach option. This is this is the this <laughs> might be the easiest no two would you rather of the even though Nanoi has been getting it done and he's off 150. Yeah. All right, tubes, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks. That's a big show. Um, appreciate you off the sick bed. Um, thanks for thanks for coming on tonight. No worries. It was uh, it was good to get another run under the belt. Uh, and good luck everyone in there. Head to heads uh, and 
in their first first week of the finals. Yeah, absolutely echo that. Should be a beauty. Good luck to everyone out there for the run home as well, and uh, and we'll catch you all next week.